the Dawn of Hope podcast. Um, this is the first day of 30 Days of Hope, uh, which is a devotional and podcast thing that we're doing over the next 30 days. Um, so this will all be on the website, which might be how you're listening to this. Uh, if not, go to mydawnofhope.org slash blog, and you'll find everything, all the 30 Days of Hope, all the podcasts that we're doing in conjunction with it. But this is, I guess, episode one. Uh, and I'm here with Jairus Tripp, who wrote our first 30 Days of Hope devotional. So what's up, dude? What's up? So just tell everybody where you're from, how you ended up here a little bit. Uh, they probably already heard the Southern accent, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm originally from North Carolina, born and raised. Um, by the time it came graduation from high school, I was debating on which college to go to. and um, I knew I wanted to go to Bible college, but... I wasn't really sure which Bible college to go to. Um, and I'd say back in 2016, I believe, uh, my grandma had pointed out Karis Bible College. And so we came and visited a few times. We actually came and visited Dawn of Hope um, on, I believe, two of our trips here. And <laughs> <dang it. laughs> I'm just going to restart that. I'm going to okay. restart that. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, Luke. No. Uh, <laughs> the train just like left the station. I was like, what did I say next? The train left the station. That's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> it just went away. Actually, graduating high school, I was still kind of debating, you know, which college to go to. And um, back in April of, I believe, 2019, so last year, I came out to Karis Campus Days and I actually stayed at Dawn of Hope for um, the entirety of. of campus days. During that time, I got to kind of come to the lodge and just kind of see, you know, how everybody was and what the environment was like and really got to live here by myself for about three or four days. And it kind of opened my eyes to like say, hey, you know, this is a great place to stay. There's a great people. There's a great community. Um, you know, just, I really just loved how this place was set up, the meal plan and stuff like that. Didn't have to worry about Monday through Friday having to go and get food and um, you know, drink and stuff like that. It's like it was all provided. Uh, so we had signed a lease, I believe, in May of 2019 for me to go on and, and be ready to move out here in August. Um, and August, I started my first year at Karis Bible College, which was the college I chose to come to. Um, and it's been a blessing ever since, man. I mean, it's just, it's so wonderful seeing the people, seeing the community, um, being able to be in, you know, just <laughs> lost my train again. Oh, you're good, bro. Dang it, dude. <laughs> ah. But you've been, you've been helping out with everything down to like, uh, you know, Jairus is a resident here, but you were downstairs tearing up tile for the coffee shop and you're, yep. uh, you're recording interviews with people about Don of Hope. Um, so I guess people might be seeing those videos floating around by the time this even comes out. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah. Um, so all that's cool, and you came out from North Carolina, and, you know, what, I guess there's a long list of things that are different about this place from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is. <laughs> so that question sucks, so we'll move on to the next question, um, which would be, let's get it, let's just get into the, um, what you wrote here. So um, if you're looking at this on the website, you can see the devotional uh, above the player that you're listening to this on, but if you're not on the website... Uh, just go to mydownfolk.org slash blog, um, go to number one on 30 Days of Hope, and you'll find this episode. And the 
short paragraph that you kind of written. And what we basically wanted to do was, um, you know, we had these meetings here where, you know, 14, 15, 16 of us kind of sit around a table and talk about what's going on. And uh, we wanted, we just kind of opened it up for anybody to write these because um, we just wanted to put it out there in the community that hope is a real thing. Like right now there's all this virus stuff going on and, you know, you can't, half the stores are closed and the ones that are open are curbside pickup and it's just really weird. <laughs> um, so we just wanted to be a kind of a light in that situation. Uh, so you were actually the first one, at least that's gotten to me, uh, that's gotten through that wrote something. So what brought this to your attention and what really got to you about this verse um, that's at the top here and just kind of what's your insight and revelation about what you put down? Um, well, the verse that's being referenced is Psalms 29.8, and in New King James it reads, The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. Um, I was just doing one of my morning devotionals one morning, and you know sometimes it's just like the Holy Spirit pops something off the page at you. It's just like, hey, look at this, check this out. And um, I was just trying to read through some Psalms of the morning, kind of just start off my day. Um, you know, with hope and inspiration, because I mean, if anything, we can learn from David, you know, in dire situations, we learn time and time again, looking at him, it's like when he runs back to the Lord, it's like, hey, everything's okay, everything's being worked out for your good, you know, and and that's really important to understand. So I was just reading through Psalms. Um, I believe this devotional came to me back mid-February. Um, but it's like as soon as Mr. Mark had pointed out, hey, we're doing a, a 30 Days of Hope, I thought, hey, you know, I have the exact thing that I believe would be great for this. And so I pulled up my notes on this, and, and the original notes that I'd taken for this, which was applying to my life and that, and, and just the situation right now is that I'm in, is that I'm looking for a job. Um, you know, there's still a little bit of uncertainty moving out to Bible college, <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> There's not a, a guaranteed degree with government and stuff like that that's recognized by government. And so, you know, it is a step of faith. And um, I was just sitting and, and listening and, and hearing what Holy Spirit was ministering to me. And something I originally wrote was sit and listen for his voice and he'll take care of the rest. Even if you're seemingly in the wilderness, his voice is much more powerful than the circumstances around you. And so reading this, you know, it's, it's David just showing how powerful God's voice is and thinking back to, to mid February. And even now it's like, there's so much that's happening. There's so much going on in the world. There's so much that, you know, so many circumstances that people are in and that, you know, seem dire and just crazy. Um, it just kind of came off the page to me. It's like, Hey, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, no matter, you know, what people are saying around you, what's being told around you, stuff like that, you know, what you're being told to believe. It's like, ultimately, God's voice is the ultimate authority. It's like his voice shakes the wilderness. It shakes everything that seems to be dire and just crazy around you. Um, you know, and, and the wilderness is often portrayed um, as a metaphor for hard times and, and different things that you're going through in your life that you know, it seems like you're running low on finances, you know, you you got bad health, you know, whatever it could be. It's like God's voice, when we choose to sit down and listen to him and listen to what he's saying, listen to, you know, just 
what he's telling us about specific situations where when we choose to get his voice, it's like it completely shatters whatever else we've been told, whatever else has been said. You know, whatever we've come to believe, many times the enemy tries to throw in little lies in there and different things about you, like, oh, you started coughing, you know, with COVID-19 outside, <laughs> you know, people start thinking, uh-oh, you know, what's yeah. happening here? And it's like, then he starts slipping in those little lies, start slipping in those little things that, you know, like, oh, you might have coronavirus and, and all this different stuff. And you start listening to the news and listening to how bad it is in different parts, you know, and we can get so worked up on fear about that that we end up making ourselves sick. It's crazy. And so it's like getting down and just being quiet before the Lord, tuning out everything else and just listening to his voice and seeing what he says, it will absolutely shake your wilderness. And that's mainly what I pulled from this verse. And that and there's and there's no excuses right now, right? Because we're all quarantined. All yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, if there's if anybody has anything right now, it's time on your hands. Um, and that's kind of crazy, you know. You get this in mid February, which you know everything that's going on right now was it was a thing, you know, in February, but it's really only become real around here in, in America in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, you know, so you got that ahead of time, and then immediately this thing happens that's like that applies to directly you know yeah it is it's awesome because <laughs> there are lots of people you know there's lots of repercussions out that are happening right now outside of people getting sick you know people are losing their jobs they're even if they haven't lost their job they're not making money right now because they yeah. can't work or or their companies you know they have to work from home and they're making a little less money or whatever um you know, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere so we're not as directly affected as a lot of places you know <laughs> that's true it's very but, true um it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy. And the gist of what you're saying, like, to me is like, my brain kind of just breaks it down. It's like, uh, just have confidence, like don't lose faith in God because you're just, because things are hard or bad. You know, God didn't start the virus. Yeah. The Bible does say that he works things out for good for those who believe in him and trust in him. And so you listen to his voice and you believe and trust what he's saying. And it's going to work out and it's going to be okay. And you're going to come out on the other end even better. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's, you know, this is really good what you wrote. And then, um, everything at the, everything that we write in this 30 days of hope thing, um, that'll continue coming out over the next month. Uh, at the end, we're going to have a prayer, a quick prayer for, uh, everybody to pray and kind of, you know, over their own situation, because there's lots of really specific, weird situations that are happening right now. Yeah, there is. Like, everywhere from anybody that had any kind of event planned the next, however long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff being postponed, I mean, it's crazy. It's super weird, man. It's like, like, I'm supposed to get married in a month in Georgia, and we're sitting in Colorado, and I'm like, if they close the interstates and the airlines, I ain't getting anywhere. (laughs) So... And, you know, obviously, even if I can get there, the wedding has to be a certain size or whatever, you know, it's super weird. Um, so your prayer here, um, it just says, Father, help me see from your perspective, speak to my heart and lead me into your peace. Help me get quiet before you to hear your voice and know what you're saying about. And then you just say insert situation. So it's whatever somebody is dealing with. Like, yeah, exactly. Wedding, just you know? insert your situation, you know, whatever you're going through, whether it's finances, your job, your wedding, Luke, you know, whatever. It's like get God's perspective and just be able to hear from him and hear what he says about it, you know? And it's like there's so many times I get into where it's like it's so easy to worry. So, so easy to worry about stuff, especially stuff you can't control. 
Um, like I'm, I'm somebody I like to be able to control things. <laughs> I'll be completely <laughs> honest. You know, if I if I can't control something, I'm having to learn. You know, it's like, hey, you know, it's all right. You know, just give it to God. Give it to God. Like right now, I'm questioning even. Um, you know, Colorado's schools have been shut down. Lots of state schools have been shut down until at least mid-April. And my family's been calling me, contacting me, you know, asking me these different things like, hey, do you want to do you want to come home? You know, like we don't want to worry you. We don't want to push you, you know, because we know you're doing great stuff in Colorado. too. It's like, but do you want to come home? And that's a question that I'm I'm you know, going with right now. And if I were to go into worry, if I were to go into concern, listen to what news saying, like, oh, you know, Colorado might get like a mandatory shutdown across the state, you know, different things like that. Like our mind, our imagination is so powerful. It can go to so many different places. Yeah. It can go to like <laughs> just anywhere in the world, you know, and yeah. it, 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 it's crazy how much we let our imaginations run wild instead of just choosing to trust in the Lord. You know, and so what something right now is that something I can pray for myself is like, God, help me to see, you know, what I'm supposed to do, whether I'm supposed to go home, whether I'm supposed to stay here. You know, I'm not really worried about a virus. I'm not really worried about all that stuff. What I am concerned about, you know, is like, how's my family doing back home? You know, that would be something that would concern me more than some virus or some other thing that could come along. And so something I'm, I'm you know, I'm using this prayer for for myself right now is like, hey. Father God, help me to get still before you. Help me to be able to hear from your voice. Lead me into your peace, you know, and help me to know what you're saying about the situation. Help me to know what you're saying about me flying home, whether I should or not. And a good way, a good indicator of of many times I've learned is that he'll give you peace about it if it's meant to happen, if you're close to the Holy Spirit, if you're listening. And if it's not meant to be, you won't have peace, you know. And it's, he's really wonderful. <laughs> you know, he helps us with that because sometimes I'm, I'm very stubborn. I'll be honest. I'm very stubborn. Sometimes I'll say something and I want to do it. It's like, you know, Lord, I don't want to do that. You know, and he's like, it's okay. You know, yeah. just let me handle it. So for sure. Yeah. It's like, and that's, and ultimately that's a definition of, you know, trust is that is not being in control of something and being okay with that. You know, it's like, yeah. Because that's a part of me too. Is like I like to be. I like to know what's. Even if I don't know what's going to happen, I like to have a say in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really have a say in whether or not they shut down the airlines. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and like, you know, if they don't, then this saved me a crap ton of money on airline tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if they shut it down, you know, and and weird stuffs happen anyway. Like, you know, my fiance's flight just. You know, got switched around and like just because some airports are saying no we're not flying there you know like (laughs) so like now she can't fly directly somewhere she has to like go through another airport to somewhere else and then yeah it's strange but there's lots of crazy stuff going on so uh thanks for writing this dude and that's awesome it's like isn't that kind of a reassuring thing about having confidence in God when you get something yeah and it's like of course this applies like anytime yeah but then something happens like a month later that's just like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like as soon as Mr. Mark said this, like I was saying, you know, it's like that's immediately what my mind jumped to. It's like, oh, that is the perfect verse, the perfect devotional right now for this moment, you know, to give people hope, to give people encouragement because it gave hope and encouragement to me as well. Um, just because of that specific situation I was going through in February and even now, you know, and it's yeah. like, man, it's like when you get a revelation from the Holy Spirit, when you get a revelation from God, it's like something that you can't deny, you know, 
And when you're able to stand on that in faith, you know, it's like you can't be shaken. Yeah. And it's awesome. And and if you, you know, have confidence and you have, have confidence in God specifically, obviously, don't, you know, have confidence in yourself in that you can have confidence in God and then you can really do anything. Any, you're not going to, you're not going to fail as long as you're listening and trusting to God. Even if your business is directly affected by this, if you're a restaurant owner out there or something that just isn't making money right now, <laughs> you know, and, and if you're not, you know, like in this time, let's go out and support our local stuff. You know, I've been, you know, you still go get takeout food from most places or you can still go to your local hardware store or whatever. So do all that stuff. And, uh, and really, you know, stick with us through this 30 days of hope thing. Um, Everything's going to be talking about hope, but just like this, um, everything's going to have a very specific uh, subject that's in relation to hope, but it's going to be from all sorts of different authors. I don't even know how many authors we're going to end up with. It might be 15, mm-hmm. or it might be five. I don't know. But however yeah. many people submit, and uh, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, dude. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling, led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Donofo Branch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Dawn of Hope, you can visit mydawnofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Dawn of Hope podcast. Mm-hmm.